Lecture topic. Hajj, the lesson of submission. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah ஷாக்கிரம் <coughs> these mubarak days and nights are such whatever has been mentioned in the hadith sharif that some fuqaha some muhaddithin of the view that the most virtuous 10 nights in the year and 10 days in the year are these 10 days and nights and some of the view that it is the last 10 nights of ramadan so some have concluded that the 10 nights of ramadan that are the most virtuous and the 10 days of zul hijjah that are the most virtuous so that alone highlights to us that how important this occasion is and how we should treasure and value it so just as a revision of the importance of these mubarak moments the hadith sharif what is mentioned is that there is no action more beloved to allah taala that is performed those actions performed in this time of the year no other action performed in any other time of the year is more beloved to allah taala whatever the action might be in this time with it is one subhanallah the person decided one nafil salah of two rakats that he performed some charity and sadaqa that he gave whatever good deed and righteous action he did in this time in this period these 10 days any action done in any other time of the year cannot equate its reward is not more beloved to allah taala than what was done in this time the sahaba ikram immediately asked walal jihad fi sabilillah because they knew the value and the reward and the maqam and position of jihad in the path of allah taala their person now is going with his life and he may never return so nabi sallallahu alaihi said not even that Yes unless the person left with all his belongings possessions everything he owns and he went out in the path of Allah Taala and then he became a shaheed and not one cent of his was left over everything was spent in Allah Taala's cause his reward and his action is more beloved to Allah Taala and his reward is greater other than that nothing can equate it so therefore we should take full advantage of this mubarak opportunity allah taala has given us try to do the best we can in one hadith sharif it's mentioned that each fast in this first 9 days is equivalent to one years of fast and the ibadat of each night equivalent to the ibadat of laylatul qadr so we should try to do what best we can how much we can allah taala give us tawfiq that we cannot spend the whole night in ibadat but some portion of the night at least some portion at the beginning of the night often we sometimes postpone things for later when a very great occasion comes like these mubarak nights i say no this is such an important time i must wake up for tahajjud so i'm going to leave the ibadat for that time so nothing happened at the beginning of the night and then tahajjud time we still sleeping and even the fajr became a little bit of a battle so the whole night went and nothing happened the thing to do is that in the first part of the night must do something in the first part of the night whatever we can do how much we can do do something and then on top of that whatever we can do in the latter part of the night we do again so some ibadat in the night some tilawat of the quran sharif some nawafil some zikr dua 
turning to Allah Ta'ala and begging for ourselves, for the entire Ummah. And likewise in the last part of the night. So this is one aspect to try and take the benefit of. And then together with this, we try some days at least we fast. If not all, then at least some days and at least the ninth of Zul Hijjah. The ninth of Zul Hijjah which is the day of Arafah. Which together with the virtue that was already mentioned, it has an additional virtue. That it compensates for the minor sins of the past year and the forthcoming year. Allah Ta'ala's Rahmat is pouring down. We should be there to take it. We should be ready to take it. Can we imagine somebody, a parent, grandparent now, is dishing out some gifts. All the grandchildren, children, whoever is called, everybody, please come. And he wants to give something and he made a lot of, took a lot of care to bring those gifts, valuable gifts. Now one child or one grandchild is sitting aside, too busy with his phone. He says, no, carry on, give to the others, okay. So that will be regarded as a terrible, uh, disrespectful action. We will be very offended by this. I took so much of care and brought these gifts. And this is the response of this person. This is the response of this child, of this grandchild. It will be very offensive to us. And if somebody depending on the kind of mood the person has and what kind of tabiat he has, he might cut off that child for a long time. He might not talk to him for Allah knows best how long. Because when something goes against our nafs, we will be very, very quick to act on it, to react in that manner. Then what Allah Ta'ala is more pleased with also doesn't matter to us. We'll rather cut off ties and say, well, no, this was done and that, and I need to teach a lesson but the lessons we should have learned already, have we learned those lessons? We are ready to teach everybody else a lesson. Only the lesson that we are supposed to learn, we forgot about that. So in any case, that is something that we need to, just having touched on this subject, this is not something that was planned to be spoken, but now that we just spoke about, that sometimes we cut off these relationships so easily, without a second thought. The tenth of Zul Hijjah is the day of Qurbani. It's a day of this very, very great ibadat. And in the Hadith Sharif again is mentioned, مَا مِنْ عَمَلٍ يَوْمَ النَّحْرِ أَحَبَّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ إِحْرَاقِ الدَّمِ These ten days also, the Hadith Sharif, the wording is, no action done in any other time is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala, أَحَبُ than the actions done in these ten days. Here again in the case of this Qurbani, no action done on the day of Qurbani is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the sacrificing of the animals of Qurbani. This is a very significant word, ahab, in all these places, more beloved. The person who truly is aspiring to become beloved to Allah Ta'ala, he's truly aspiring to gain the love of Allah Ta'ala, then he will latch on to these things. That if this is what Allah Ta'ala loves, this is what I need to do. And if I do this, inshallah I'll become beloved in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. So if a person is craving for that muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, he's truly aspiring for it. Like people crave for so many things in dunya. Somebody is craving for some food, somebody is craving for some kind of clothing, somebody is craving for a particular kind of car, and somebody is craving for some certain holiday somewhere, and somebody is craving for Allah for both so many haram things. So we're craving for all these kind of things, but that deep desire, that aspiration to become close to Allah Ta'ala. Allah is our creator, Allah Ta'ala is our sustainer, Allah Ta'ala is our nourisher. Have we now developed that aspiration to get close to Allah Ta'ala, to love our Rabb? So now this is an opportunity, those a'mal that Allah Ta'ala loves, to do that with a open heart, wholeheartedly great amount of zeal and enthusiasm that develops the love of Allah in our hearts and that will make us beloved to Allah Ta'ala as well so coming back to the point we are talking about that on the day of Qurbani was mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that there is no action done on that day that is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the sacrificing of the animals of Qurbani so now the sacrificing of the animals of Qurbani that is not possible to be done any other time of the year. That's only in those three days. It can't be done in any other time. We can sacrifice an animal. 
as sadaqa, but it won't be the same as qurbani. Meaning, you're sacrificing it so that you can distribute its meat, no problem. To give the meat away as sadaqa, but it will be this sacrifice in the name of Allah Ta'ala, in order to give it to the poor, no problem. But the special ibadat of qurbani is only in this time. So Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Sallallahu says, no action is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than this, on the day of Eid, day of qurbani. But then in one riwayat, there is one exception mentioned. So now in other words, on these days, somebody, mashallah, made a lot of nawafil, alhamdulillah, very good. Later in the day, after the Eid Salah, he went home, and then he performed his, some nawafil, later, after Zohar, other times of the day, at night before that, he had already performed the tahajjud, excellent, he should do that. But the qurbani is still more beloved, to Allah Ta'ala. Somebody on the day of Eid made one khatam of the Qur'an Sharif in one day, mashallah, excellent. But that amal of qurbani on that day is still greater. Somebody decided, forget this 2,000 rand, 2,500 rand animal, I'm going to give 250,000 rand in charity. Mashallah, he'll get the reward of the charity. But that 2,000, 2,500 rand animal that he'll sacrifice is still more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the 250,000 rand charity he gave. On that day, this is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala. And in this one Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu says, one exception, Illa Silatar Rahim. Except the joining of family relationships. That something has happened, somebody now, there's a relationship got severed, got cut off, people are not talking to each other, there's a problem, whatever. And often, very often, is just out of trivial things, very, very trivial things. Small, small things become major issues because we don't know how to speak sometimes, how to express ourselves, what to say and what not to say also. And then in all different ways, we just express and vent our feelings. Nowadays what we hear, there's another whole, uh, every now and again, once upon a time, warfare was with swords, and on horseback, and then as time went, then there was warfare with other kinds of more modern equipment, and then it became something more, all messiahs and whatever else. So every time now there's some new thing coming up, modern warfare. They say now the new warfare is by status, status messages. That's now the new warfare of the 21st century. Status messages. Try to figure out now what's the status messages, and how does this work as warfare? Is no, somebody got a problem with someone, so now you express it on your status message in all different kinds of ways. And this has become our occupation in life. That we have nothing else to do. And our whole time and energy is all gone in this so-called artificial world that we create for ourselves. And this is the way that we now, so now we got a grouse with somebody, so the whole world must try and figure out, okay, who this is intended for. And this is definitely somebody's problem. So now the whole world must know that there is a problem to start off with. And then they must try and figure out now in there, somebody will start now guessing something and somebody will suppose something else. So half of them will get it right and half will start accusing somebody else of something also. This becomes the life of a person. Now somebody's salah, they're worried about this now. Maybe I was intended there. Now he's trying to figure out what I did now. You know, it wasn't even him too. But this is... This is stooping to such a low level that if we have a problem with somebody rather than work at how to diffuse the problem when you tell the whole world that there is a problem somewhere. That that is how mean we are that we have to advertise our problem with one person to the whole world. This is such low character. That where does it, what kind of mind and heart ticks behind this? So this is something that doesn't fit in any way in the life of a mu'min with akhlaq. The akhlaq that Nabi Kareem taught us how to conduct ourselves. Where does this fit in with that? We have been taught about forgiveness, taught about compassion, taught about covering up the faults of people. Man satara musliman satarahullahu alayhi fi dunya wal akhirah. Person covers the fault of a Muslim, Allah will cover his fault in dunya and akhirat. Here there's a problem between two people, nobody knows about it. Forget trying to cover it up, it's already covered. But you say, no, 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 this can't stay covered, it must be uncovered. And uncover it in such a way that everybody must start now, this is a new riddle for them. 
Once upon a time, people used to play crossword puzzles, waste their time in that. So now this is the modern day crossword puzzle. Now who this fits in this, in this block? Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Allah Ta'ala give us hidayat. Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq. Now these things take up our time. And that one subhanallah that could have been recited in these Mubarak days, which is more beloved than all the amal performed in other times. That forget one subhanallah, not even that gets read. But all that time goes in all these futile and sometimes crossing the line of futility, going into sin. Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us. So any case, coming back to what we were talking about, that in this Hadith Sharif, the Beast says that the virtue of this amal of going to men, join some family relationship. On the day of Qurbani, that Qurbani is greater than every amal, more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than every amal. This is even more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the Qurbani. So now a person who is desirous of that muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, that's what he wants. That's what he's aspiring for. And when this is what Allah Ta'ala loves so greatly, is he going to let that opportunity go? Is he going to now say, it doesn't matter, let it be. No, no, he's going to strive to gain that love of Allah Ta'ala. And if this is the means of gaining Allah's muhabbat, this is what he will strive for. So in any case, to move on to the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited at the beginning, Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala speaks about Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And in the Quran Sharif, there are numerous ayat that mention about Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and aspects of his life, about his sacrifices, about his submission, and these Mubarak days of Hajj, this, every step of the Hajj brings up a reminder of Ibrahim The Hajj cannot take place without Tawaf of the Kaaba Sharif. The Kaaba Sharif is Yarfa'u Ibrahimul Qawa'idah min al-Bayti wa Ismail. Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif says, remember the time when Ibrahim was building the Kaaba Sharif and assisting him was Ismail In the Quran Sharif Allah endorsed, who is the person who, personality who then rebuilt the Kaaba Sharif? Ibrahim alayhi salam. The whole Kaaba Sharif brings back his reminders. Then the Maqam Ibrahim, وَاتَّخِذُوا مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى Allah Ta'ala says, and perform the salah at the, th- at the place of the Maqam Ibrahim after the tawaf is over. Again brings along the reminder of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Then the Zamzam, after the tawaf is over, is sunnah to drink Zamzam. That Zamzam brings alive that whole incident again of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam as a little uh, having left the child there and the little child now is crying for that uh, out of hunger Ismail salatu wasalam and then the zamzam comes along now all this is again the reminder of Ibrahim alayhi salam, his family again the sa'i he left behind his family on the command of Allah ta'ala. and now this uh, mother of Ismail salatu wasalam Hazrat Hajra radiallahu ta'ala anha out of this concern for a child is running from Safa to Marwa. Allah Ta'ala kept that and preserved it in this Ummah. This becomes again a reminder of this family and their sacrifices. And every Salah, we recite Durood Ibrahim, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad, kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim, innaka hamidun majid. This is the extent to which Allah Ta'ala has kept their legacy alive and their remembrance alive. And in the Quran Sharif, in numerous ayat, Ibrahim wasalam, is mentioned. In this particular ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, Inna Ibrahim kana ummah. There are several qualities of Ibrahim wasalam, being mentioned here. First thing, Allah says, Ibrahim wasalam, was an ummah. We've all used the word ummah, we've heard it over and over again. We talk about making dua for the whole ummah. So now, Ibrahim wasalam, one man, and he was an ummah. So one meaning of Ummah is the leader. That he was a leader, leader in all the good. And he was a leader, he led such a manner of life and he left behind such a legacy that Nabi Kareem Wasallam was also commanded in the Quran Sharif despite being greater in rank. That what tabi' millata Ibrahim Hanifa that that legacy which Ibrahim Islam has left. So obviously he came before in time. So the one who comes after is going to follow. Not that he, Nabi Islam, had a lower rank. But Ibrahim Islam already had passed long before. 
But Allah Ta'ala commands Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you follow also in the same footsteps of Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam. And then Allah Ta'ala granted Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the highest position obviously. But this highlighting that Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam was blessed with such wonderful and unique qualities and such great qualities that he became a leader in all this. And those who came after followed. And then together with that, Ummah, many Mufassirin explain that he is called an Ummah. One man is an entire community. That this one man encompassed all the good that generally will be found in a combination of many people. Not singularly one person encompassing all this good. Somebody will excel in one thing, somebody will excel in something else, a third person will excel in a third thing, somebody will be really remarkable in something else. Yes, on a general level, a lot of people will have all those qualities, but excelling, you don't get one person excelling in everything. You'll get somebody excelling in one thing, somebody excelling in something else. Ibrahim Ali Salam, mashallah, was such a comprehensive personality that he excelled in all these things. Obviously, Nabi Karim Salaam's excellence was far beyond everybody. But Ibrahim was among the Ulul Azm in Rusul. And in many ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala highlights many of his qualities. Him being a Mawhid, a person who had a very, very, very high level of Tawheed, total submission to Allah Ta'ala, and focus only towards Allah Ta'ala. On the time when he was being thrown into the fire of Namrud. Such a huge fire that they couldn't even get close to it to throw him into it. But Allah Ta'ala wants to make something be come a, for everybody to understand something, for the mankind to Qiyamah to understand something. So Allah Ta'ala blinds people from very, very simple things. These people wanted to now harm Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam. They wanted to burn him, if they just caught hold of him and they set his clothes on fire, perhaps that too would have done the job. But Allah Ta'ala wanted to protect him. So Allah Ta'ala first put it in their minds, blinded them to such a simple thing, that you want to try and burn him, you want to burn him to death, you're not going to get away with it, Allah will protect him. But if you want to do it, simply catch him and put set alight his fire, clothes. They said, no, 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 make a fire, big fire. And then they made such a big fire and they gathered this wood from such a long time for it and that fire was so intense finally when it was lit that they couldn't get anywhere close to it. Now to try and harm one man they built such a fire that might have burnt the whole nation down. And now to try and nevertheless get him into the fire so shaitan came and put this idea in their mind that make this catapult and throw him into the fire with this catapult. So that's what they did. And now they shot him into the fire with this, like a huge sling. For understanding, like a huge sling, they shot him into this fire. So now when he was released from this, he was airborne. And now he's going to fall into the fire. And while he is airborne, the angels couldn't now see this anymore. And Jibreelah comes rushing down to offer his help. Now imagine Ibrahim is airborne and now you're not going to be stationary somewhere there in the air and decide okay where you want to go. You are on the move and he's headed towards the fire. And at that time Jibreelah comes and offers his help. So in that moment also Ibrahim Islam's question is has Allah Ta'ala sent you? He says, Allah Ta'ala didn't send me, but I took Allah Ta'ala's permission and came. Then Allah, I'm not commanded to come, I wanted to come, so I asked permission and came. Ibrahim Islam's response was, Amma ilayka fala. I don't have any need of you then. If Allah didn't command you to come, my Allah is sufficient for me. If Allah Ta'ala commanded you, then my submission to that. But if Allah didn't command you to come, my Allah is sufficient for me. And Allah Ta'ala took care of him. That we commanded the fire, become not just cool. Because it just became cool, it might become too cold. Oh no, become cool and a place of peace. 
for Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And that became the best 40 days of his life, inside the fire. So sometimes the dunya, it threatens us with all kinds of fire. You don't do this haram, then you'll get into this problem and that problem. You don't take this loan on interest, then the whole thing will sink. You do this, otherwise you're going to be in big problems. And you don't have your function in this haram manner, then everybody will they'll cut you off and say you are no more, don't associate with you. And they threaten you with all kinds, and threaten people with all kinds of fires. All kinds of fires. You don't come and join us as friends doing the haram things, then now we're going to do this to you and do that to you. And you don't come and join the family in all their functions, though it is all out of line of deen, all kinds of haram taking place, then we would disassociate from you and ostracize you and all kinds of these fires. So Allah Ta'ala is teaching us this lesson, that turn to Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will make that fire burden wa salama. Allah will make it a place of coolness and of peace. The very people who are threatening with all these fires will come and one day make salam with respect. They'll take your du'as. They say, no, what you did was right. So these are fires that are threatened. Allah Ta'ala is showing us the qudrat is with Allah Ta'ala. Ibrahim Islam in that moment also said, Amma ilayka fala. If Allah Ta'ala didn't command you, I don't need your help then. My Allah is sufficient for me. So in any case, this Tawheed, this is many many places, Ibrahim Islam is mentioned, like in the ayat we just recited, this is highlighted over and over again, separately. Wama kana min al mushrikeen. Wama kana min al mushrikeen. There was no semblance of shirk at all in his life. No way, anywhere close to him. He was far away from anything to do with any shirk. So this is one highlight of Ibrahim Islam. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran Sharif various of his qualities. Inna Ibrahim la halimun awahum munib. That Ibrahim is a, is a ummah in himself. That he excelled in all these numerous qualities. La halim. He was excessively tolerant. He was a personification of tolerance. Allah, extremely patient. And Munib, excessively, one who excessively turns to Allah. Now, so many different qualities mentioned in the Quran Sharif also. And apart from that, Ibrahim says, Inna Ibrahim akana ummah. Because one man was an entire nation in the sense that what an entire nation will combine to excel in. In all the different things, somebody in one thing, somebody in another thing. One man alone possessed all these excellences. He was at the height of all these great qualities. So this is now in this ayat Allah is highlighting. Inna Ibrahim akana ummatan qanital lillahi hanifa. Qanit. Somebody who is totally obedient, completely subservient. And this was Ibrahim Islam's highlight also, submission. If qala lahu rabbuhu aslim, qala aslamdu li rabbil alameen. Subhanallah, so many ayat Ibrahim Islam is being highlighted. When Allah said to him, aslim, submit. So there was no question asked. Aslamdu li rabbil alameen. But this was not just words. It was not just some lip service. This was reality. Now when he said this, and he committed himself to this submission, he was tested also. We have also submitted ourselves to Allah Ta'ala, La ilaha illallah. We have also committed ourselves, we worship Allah alone. We don't worship anybody else. We don't worship anything else. We don't worship our nafs. The dictates of our nafs, that's what we'll do. No, no, no. We worship Allah alone. What is the command of Allah Ta'ala? What Allah Ta'ala gave us via Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that is what we do. So Ibrahim Sallallahu was tested also. And what were tests? A very well known incidents. Now go and leave your wife and child in this barren place. No means of survival. That child also was born after now a long period, no children. He is now in his 80s. But there is no hope of now having children. <coughs> and now at this late age Allah Ta'ala blesses him with this child and now the child has hardly grown a little Allah says, now you go leave them behind leave them in this barren place and go away from there 
but the command of Allah Ta'ala, no questions asked. And then the aspect of now, the command comes, now the child grew up more, much more, able to now be of benefit to the father. That time he was a little baby, hardly as a baby, go and leave him. And a long time, long absence from there. And after that long absence, the child now is now running around, now you slaughter him. No questions asked. Allah Ta'ala's command is qala lahu rabbuhu aslim. This is that qanitan, totally obedient to Allah Ta'ala. No ifs and buts. In this zamana and time that we are living in, everything has come under the question. This is only because there is a question within our hearts about our iman itself. The person who has iman in his heart, he has no question of Allah Ta'ala's commands. He has only submission. What is the command of my Rabb? Aslam li Rabbil Alameen. I submit to Allah Ta'ala. Because every day there is something, this is all stemming from lack of Iman. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala speaks about Ibrahim Hanifa. Hanif is that personality who has cut himself out from everything else and focused himself entirely towards Allah Ta'ala alone. From every other thing, every other creed, every other way, and he has focused himself entirely towards Allah Ta'ala. Now this is what we are being also what Tabi' Millata Ibrahima Hanifa. Allah Ta'ala commanded Nabi Kareem Sallallahu this is a command for us. Follow the way of Ibrahim Salam, who was Hanif. He had totally cut himself out from every other way and focused towards Allah alone. We are also every other kind of ways around us. All kinds of things, inviting and tempting and whatnot, all kinds of fashions and styles, all kinds of ways of life, all kinds of dressing, all kinds of behavior, all kinds of conducting business, all kinds of social functions, and all kinds of everything carrying on out there. But as a mu'min, as somebody who is following on the legacy of Ibrahim والسلام, a true ummati of Nabi Kareem وسلم, and he cuts himself out from everything and he keeps himself onto the legacy of Nabi Kareem وسلم, which is part of this legacy of Ibrahim He was not a mushrik. He was not a mushrik. He was a person who was Abul Muwahideen. He had the highest level of Tawheed. And then Allah Ta'ala says, Shakiral li an'umi. He was a person who was immersed in shukr. His life was immersed in shukr. Shukr, as we discussed many, many times, one is the verbal shukr, that too is required. The other is the shukr of the heart, the realization and acknowledgement. That is the realization and acknowledgement in the heart. That I didn't deserve this at all. I got whatever it is without deserving one iota of it. And it's purely the gift of Allah Ta'ala. I don't deserve anything. If there was anything we deserved, and if you look into our lives carefully, we'll realize all we deserve Allah forbid Allah save us, is we deserve punishment. Allah Ta'ala saved us from that. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with countless bounties. So, shakiral li an'umi. To now immerse ourselves in the shukr of Allah Ta'ala. اِجْتَبَاهُ وَهَدَاهُ إِلَىٰ صِرَاتِ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Allah Ta'ala selected him and guided him. This is being told to us. Nobody can become a Nabi. The Anbiya Ali Musallatu Salaam have passed. Nabi Kareem Salaam was the last and final Nabi. Nobody, this is not something that is achievable by a person's efforts. That is who Allah Ta'ala blessed it to. And that line of Nubuat is now completed with Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But this ijtiba. Allahu yajtabi ilayhi may yasha wa yahdi ilayhi may yunib the selection from Allah Ta'ala that dog selection in the level of the ummah that is still wide open nobody can become a nabi nobody can become a sahabi but the door of selection that takes a person to the highest level of wilayat and the levels of the siddiqeen that door is wide open so what we are being told is we want to be selected, this is the path of selection. This is the path of selection. Adopt the same qualities that Ibrahim had in his life. 
adopt that same obedience and submission that he had. Submission of every aspect of life. Submission of our hearts. Allah Ta'ala know. We desire and aspire for that which Allah is pleased with. And that which Allah Ta'ala is displeased with, we despise. We submit our hearts to Allah Ta'ala. Submit our eyes to Allah Ta'ala. Don't look at anything Allah is displeased with. Submit our tongues to Allah Ta'ala. Keep it reined and controlled. And don't say things that Allah is displeased with. Speaking vulgarity, obscenity, ghibad, lying, all kinds of other vices of the sin, of the tongue. So now keeping the tongue in submission, keeping the ears in submission, the hands and feet in submission, everything submitting it to Allah Taala. So this path of selection, this is where it is. Complete obedience to Allah Taala. Qanitan lillahi hanifa. Cutting ourselves from all the other ways. Keeping ourselves onto the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is a path of selection. So the extent now we keep ourselves to this, this will bring us closer to Allah Tabarak. So this is Allah Ta'ala highlighting the life of Ibrahim Salam, not just as some historical reference. No, this is Hidayat for us. This is guidance and Hidayat for us that we also want to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. And that's a dictates of Iman that we must want to become closer to Allah Ta'ala. If that aspiration is not being felt, then there's a very great deficiency. If I'm aspiring for this material thing and that material thing, and how to upgrade this and how to update that, but I'm not aspiring to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, then something is very, very deficient. There's a very great deficiency somewhere. I had that opportunity to recite some tasbih in this Mubarak days. The tasbih, which is a very, very Mubarak kalimat, and in all times, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu has described this as Abdalul Kalimati Abdalul Kalimati Indallah, the most beloved and virtuous of words to Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. This is in all times. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, excessively recite this in these Mubarak days. Now, Subhanallah, what will this achieve for a person? Now, the person who is aspiring to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, Every amal done in these 10 days is far more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than any amal in other times of the year. Now we have the chance, we have the time, but the time gets wild away in so many futile things. That screen time, forget decreasing, is increasing all the time. And that screen time, on the day of Qiyamah, our screen is all going to be in front of us. That book of deeds. That what is in the book of deeds now, that will be like a screen, so to say. Not that it's going to be a screen. But as now we're reading everything, on the day of Qiyamah we'll read our book of deeds. Iqra' kitabak. We'll be told also read it. That's it. We're reading so many things in dunya. Iqra' kitabak. Kafa bi nafsikal yawma alayka hasiba. You can, you are sufficient to take account of yourself. You know what you did. You know how you spent your time. You know all those Mubarak moments, how it was conducted. Those special bounties of Allah Ta'ala were being showered down and you're looking the other way. So now this is a very, very Mubarak time. We should try to maximize the benefit, taking the benefit in this Mubarak time. Try to cut out all the other things, all the futility, and whatever our work is will carry on, whatever our necessities are will carry on. But cut out all the futility, cut out all the wastage. And this is season time. Like Ramadan is season time, this is season time also. The season of time to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. The season of Amal. So we try to do the best. We engage ourselves in whatever amal as much as we can. And the most important amal, the most important amal is taqwa. Most important amal is the submission to Allah Ta'ala. Most important amal is to give up all the haram, all the sin, all the vices, make tawbah from it. And turn away from all these things and turn towards Allah Ta'ala. That is the greatest amal. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Allah ta'ala enable us to appreciate these Mubarak moments, use it correctly. Allah ta'ala make us those who follow in that Mubarak legacy of Ibrahim salam, make us among the true Muwahideen, among the Qanitin, among the Hunafa, among those who have all these wonderful and beautiful qualities. Wa
محمد <تصفيق> لا اله الا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم الله الله جل جلاله عما نواله الله 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 
Make us like the day we were born, Ya Allah. Allah, 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 we're making Tawbah from all the major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Allah, we regret what we have done, Ya Allah. Allah, we're firmly committing not to go back to these sins, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. The sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. The sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Cleanse and purify our hearts out of all the evils, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allah, make us yearn to get close to you, Ya Allah. Make us aspire for you, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, remove the love of dunya from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the attractions of dunya from our hearts, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Put the attraction of tilawat in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the attraction of zikr in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the attraction of dua in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make salah the coolness of our eyes, Ya Allah. Make us love salah, Ya Allah. Grant us the ecstasy of zikr, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, grant us the sweetness of tilawat, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us disgust sin like we disgust filth and dirt, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all those who are sick with them, shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, those in any difficulties and hardships, remove your afiyat, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all the hujjaj, Ya Allah. Make their hajj easy for them, Ya Allah. Accept each one's hajj, Ya Allah. Allah, fill it with barakah, Ya Allah. Allah, make it, Ya Allah. Make their presence as the Baytullah, Ya Allah. A means of barakat and hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, you have made the Kaaba Sharif Mubarak, Wahudal Lil Alameen. Allah, you made it barakat and hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, every single person that has come to Baytullah, Ya Allah. Allah, fill their lives with barakat and hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, let each one take the barakat and hidayat back to their homes, Ya Allah. Back to their communities, Ya Allah. Allah, fill the world with the barakat and hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant each one Hajj Maqbool Mabroor, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in every aspect, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, grant us this one perfect iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, give us the shade of your arsh on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Grant us the water of Kawsar from the Mubarak hand of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, don't look at our deeds, Ya Allah. Allah, there is nothing we can present, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us according to your shan, Ya Allah. Allah, your shan is of forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allah, your shan, Ya Allah, you love forgiving, Ya Allah. Allah, we are the sinners that need your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allah, don't deprive us of your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever we are, Ya Allah. Allah, we are your servants, Ya Allah. Allah, we are the umbatees of your beloved Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, out of your love for Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, forgive us his sinful umbatees, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, he will cool his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, make us the comfort of the Mubarak heart of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, how much of taklif we are passing to his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from causing this taklif, Ya Allah. Allah, make us a means of comfort to his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, enable us to treasure and value the Mubarak, the time that you have blessed us with, Ya Allah. What Mubarak moments, Ya Allah. Filled with such blessings, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us the opportunity, Ya Allah. You granted us this opportunity, Ya Allah. Grant us the topic of taking the opportunity, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us the importance of this time, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, enable us to treasure it, Ya Allah. Enable us to use it correctly, Ya Allah. Save us from wasting it in a futile things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the things that nafs and shaitan have grabbed us into, Ya Allah. That have become distractions from deen, Ya Allah. Distractions from your remembrance, Ya Allah. Distractions from tilawat, Ya Allah. Distraction from zikr and dua, Ya Allah. Distraction from all the sunnahs, Ya Allah. Distraction from so much of good, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all these things, Ya Allah. Save us from these things that have become such great distractions, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us the love of all the amal of deen, Ya Allah. Grant us the love of the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. 
accept us in our, our progenies to the qiyamah for the efforts of deen, ya Allah, with ikhlas and afiyat and qabooliyat, ya Allah. Allahul alameen, ya Allah, all those who have raised their hands with this dua, all who asked us to make dua for them, ya Allah, you grant each one's dies needs, ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, unite all upon the haq, ya Allah. Unite everyone on the path that you are pleased with, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Allah, whatever Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa begged for, Allah, we also begging for all that good, ya Allah. Whatever he sought refuge from, Allah protect us as well, ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khairi ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-alayhi al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khairi khalqihi sayyidina Muhammadi wa alihi wa sahabihi jma'in سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين